Welcome divinely wild ones. Welcome to the womb that is the womankind podcast, where we connect to all things energetic and beyond the physical realm. I am Nerissa, your host, a mind witch, psychic and divine feminine guide. Join me as we connect with guests from all around the world through enticing conversation on soul connection, witchcraft, the rising of the divine feminine and cultivating self-growth, love and worth. Hold on to your broomsticks, we're going high. Hello my beautiful divine community, welcome to a new episode of the Womankind podcast. I feel as though I need to actually acknowledge a new era. <laughs> Can everybody like feel into that with me and just let that resonate because it feels as though we have stepped into a new energy. I feel like we have been sitting in a transition of kind of this old world hanging on for quite a long time, even though I said, you know, as of Astrological New Year 2023, come Aries season, we were stepping into the, re- the reign of the Divine Feminine. We felt that old, that old world hanging on and trying to stay connected with its claws. And I feel as though it, there's this liberation, there's this literal self-initiation into this new world. Like just take some deep breaths with me and feel into it as I sweep my floor, (laughs) which just feels so beautiful. And I was having just a fleeting conversation with someone the other day about, yeah, just about housework and the labour of being a mother, right? Just that grind of care, caring for other, for other beings, for a house, for, you know, just the, the responsibility, you know, and she was sort of expressing this, you know, this real disconnect from it and the real just unenjoyment of, cleaning and having to clean when you're on your period and doing all these things and to a level I totally resonate but I also feel like there's this new energy that I've stepped into where I just hold so much there's just so much gratitude you know it's like the flicking of a switch and now this this light is just on it's not I don't feel that attachment of ego creeping in to push on me the lack you know, to drown me in the lack, all the other things that I could be doing, that I should be doing, that I want to be doing, but I'm stuck here cleaning and doing this, yeah, this mindless activity time and time again. I've, I feel as though I've stepped into this place where I, I feel so abundant to be able to, to just clean because to clean means that my house is full (laughs) And I have dirty windows because I have little people who are level with my windowsills and who use my windowsills as playstations and touch the windows because they're so fun to draw on. And just that total flipping of perspective, you know, where it's just I feel so much gratitude 
for the ability to be so full that I live in this constant chaos and the reality that chaos is is reality <laughs> that we are supposed to be we are supposed to be creating mess everywhere we go that mess is that is the path that's our journey we're supposed to be unpacking unraveling living you know and feeling and releasing and creating all of this <sighs> just this mess and then we get to actually be present in the rebuilding of ourselves as we process through the mess and we figure out exactly what's ours and what's not <laughs> and we can figure out you know the purpose of the mess you know and that it's not mindless it's actually mindful that the activity of doing these tedious mundane things in which motherhood circulates around so much of that is to do with our reflection you know so yeah that's just me sharing my <laughs> my perspectival place where I currently am whilst I sweep my floor <laughs> in our bus home whilst I talk to you because it's like one of those beautiful yeah it's just I, I actually do find cleaning quite a meditative process you know particularly when I'm on my own and I'm not being bothered by little people and I can just clean and I actually really enjoy like un uncovering more subtle mess and dirt that might, like I'm sure that's making some of you laugh but you know like when you've cleaned your floor and you've wiped the main surfaces so everything's sort of exposed then you start to notice the skirting boards <laughs> and like the little corners that are holding all the mess and the dirt and gathering yeah muck I just I love that I love that. I love witnessing the build-up of life and like, oh, there you are. It's like, you know, two days when you haven't had a shower. I wanted to say three days, but then I thought, oh, dial it back. Occasionally I do do three days. I'm not going to lie, but it's usually two. Um, and I do usually shower every day, but then sometimes, you know, particularly when it's winter and it's cold and you're quite inward, it's a two-day type of thing, particularly when you're living in a bus and the bus gets down to like six degrees at night. We do have a heater on, but I'm like a cold-blooded animal. Um, and I just don't want to have a shower. I don't want to like wait three minutes for the hot water to turn on and, you know, like take my warm layers off. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm also one of those, I'm one of those humans that really gets off on my own scent. Like I actually really enjoy smelling my mess whilst we're talking about mess. I love it. I love it. I love, I don't know if I'm alone here. I actually know that I'm not. <laughs> maybe I'm the maybe I'm the only one who's admitting it, but I fucking know that I'm not the only one who enjoys this. I know that you all secretly do. But particularly for me, I really love not that I'm experiencing it at the moment because I'm pregnant, but um my when I'm bleeding, I love my smell. I love the smell of like fresh blood, my fresh blood. I really love the smell that I, I want to say percolate when I'm ovulating. I love the smell. It's sort of like, I don't know, I smell really, it's kind of like this sweet, sweet, musky cinnamon vibe, a little bit spicy. Yeah, I've got like a spicy scent. Um, so yeah, I'd love to hear your own, what you, what you 
connect to (laughs) in terms of your own smells and your own mess. Like I love it. Like when I'm, when I'm channeling and I'm doing a lot of work, I actually sweat a lot. My, My body gets really hot and I just, I think it's because it's just that portals wide open and there's a lot of light, a lot of light filling my body. And, and often the channeling, the information and the, the knowledge is getting dropped in really fast. And so I think my body pulses, you know, the blood pulses and moves through me quicker. And so, yeah, I tend to get really hot and I often feel my armpits, like I can feel dro- droplets of sweat when I'm in a deep channel space. And I love it. I love the smell of my, yeah, of my sweat just freshly dripped. Like I actually don't find that I often smell, which is really nice, but there is this like musky, dewy smell that I do naturally perk, <laughs> percolate from my pits. But yeah, I'm just, I'm open in that conversation and I know I'm making some of you, some of you smile and laugh, but tell me I'm wrong. Tell me you don't do these things and, and secretly fucking adore yourself. Like, tell me you don't. And why don't we honor it? Because that's your fucking essence. You know, like all of these parts of you, these are your essence. This is your essence. This is your divine earth juice. You know, like this is you in a perfume bottle. And I just want to rub myself all over with it, particularly ovulation, because that's a special one. But anyway, welcome. (laughs) Welcome. What are we? We're a couple of days from new moon. It's really interesting because I've totally disconnected from the moon cycles because I'm, I'm in my constant summer. I'm pregnant. And it's really interesting because I'm very, 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 very naturally attuned to the moon. And I naturally bleed on a full moon. So I ovulate, I ovulate on the, on, on the new moon and it's been really interesting, um, feeling into that space and noticing, wow, like I'm actually totally disconnected from what day it is and yeah, just the calendar in terms of the moon calendar, which is how I relate to it. I've totally lost connection to time which to be honest, I've never been great at it, but the moon does keep me in check. You know, like my blood, my cycle has always kept me really aligned to time, but now I'm experiencing this timelessness, this, yeah, this total disconnection um, from, yeah, from, I suppose, oh God, I almost want to say distraction because it kind of is. I just feel so present and inward and yeah, so this new moon, hey, I, as I shared with you all um, in our last uh, last podcast, so the last podcast that I did where I actually just connected and spoke with you was the recap of the Second Womankind Retreat. And I spoke to you about my daughter coming or so dropping from the higher realm, from the spirit realm into the earth realm. And I met her, she came and visited me over the retreat, which, yeah, I, um, I bled on the last day of the retreat after a big, 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 big energetic release with my sisters, collective and personal. And yeah, was told by my inner goddess very strongly. I've only met that voice, that inner voice when I've been in my birthing portal. You will be carrying your daughter by next full moon. And (laughs) here we are. Here we are. So we're 
Oh, sorry, we're not coming into new moon. See, this is what I mean. We're coming into full moon. This is where my mind's at. (laughs) Rewind. I told you. I told you I'm totally out of whack. We're stepping into full moon on Monday night. (laughs) It's all the same to me right now. But basically, here we are. Two, what are we? One, One full moon from, yeah, when... I actually got the two lines on the pregnancy test, which was I did a pregnancy test last full moon and I got the faintest double line. (sighs) But I knew, I knew I was pregnant. I knew I was pregnant when she woke me on Taurus new moon. Um, And yeah, two, well, what is it? A moon, moon, uh, uh, not last new moon, the one before when she woke me and said, now, mum, now, (laughs) Right in the midst of the chaos, you know, of our personal life, which has recently been really chaotic. Right in that time at 1am, she woke me and just said, now, she wanted to be conceived on the Taurus new moon, which fuck, I relate. Like, hello, Taurus, you know, I'm a Taurus sun. Taurus to me in way of embodiment is the most fucking luxurious, divine, just Venus-filled vibe. And of course, of course she chose to be conceived on the Taurus new moon. So we conceived her, but she didn't in, She didn't um, implant herself into my womb until four days later, which she woke me four days later at 5 a.m. from the deepest sleep. And I actually wrote that in my journal to her. Um, she woke me, she roused me literally from the depths, the, you know, when you are in that, it's like the death sleep where you are actually connecting to, you're not even here anymore. It's so deep and it, it would be so hard to rouse you from that place. She roused me from this deep, deep, deep sleep. And she just woke me to witness her embed herself into my body and that was at 5 a.m five days after that Taurus new moon so four days sorry so here we are and yeah lots of things are happening really big things are happening and I wanted to check in with you all and just to feel into our collective energy that things are shifting things have shifted and recently Uh, Over the last sort of six weeks in my personal readings, in my personal psychic readings with tarot for for clients, uh, I've been pulling the tower card in almost all of my readings. And that is the perfect, it's the perfect reflection of where we're at and what we've, what we've just come out of in that way of the mess, the chaos the total unraveling of this reality. It's been chaotic. It's been meeting literally our what we thought was our limit. But in that meeting of what we thought was our limit and everything that we know and have known falling is, you know, witnessing our life fall away from itself in that space there has been this divine opportunity to reclaim yourself as new, that actually the limit that you thought was your limit is not. 
and that you have so much more capacity to open and that when we are reaching that breaking point, the breaking point is actually just the receiving of the complete cracking open, you know, that it's not, it's not death. It's not the end of, it's actually just the beginning that you can be completely broken anew. And that is what we are just stepping out of. We're just stepping out and into this new self-liberation, this, oh, I want to say this self-embodiment, you know, where we acknowledge all of the filth, all of the mess, all of the chaos, everything that has been a part of our journey, actually maybe for the first time seeing it as the way it was supposed to be and incredibly purposeful to align us to where we are now, that we never would be standing here if we hadn't been pushed through and to all of those points where we thought that we would be breaking they've just supported our breaking open. And now we're stepping into this place of, it's like new discovery, right? It's like total new awareness and it can feel very vulnerable. You might be feeling really vulnerable and you might also be noticing that a lot of your, a lot of your life in way of your relationships is also falling away or has fallen away. But it's, it's sort of with, it's with gratitude and and love and not to say that pain hasn't been attached but there is this new sense of whatever falls away needs to you know just that true it's almost like a relief you know it's like relief to release that whatever is releasing itself from your reality is relieving you (laughs) And that what we are opening ourselves to because of that letting go, because of that profound release is new and the meeting of new, new friends, new kin, you know, new of soul tribe, you know, people who actually do meet your reflection right now, who you are right now what you are right now, not who you were, not the history of who you were and the stepping into your becoming, but actually witnessing and seeing you and reflecting you as you are now. And that, I mean, acknowledging that medicine, right? The medicine that not everybody in our life is going to be a part of our our life. You know, they're not going to be a part of the the whole tapestry. They're not going to be a part of the from the start to the finish of the quilt, that so many people that come into our life are simply there to be a thread, (laughs) you know, or they're simply there to help mend a part of our quilt that may have been lacking or needing, you know, needing of love and needing of support. And even the, even the times when we feel as though there's been destruction, that somebody has ripped a part of our quilt, when that chaos and that mess settles and we're just left with this quilt that feels broken, we actually can acknowledge that there were lots of little holes 
that were exposed in the process of that ripping, of that, of the breaking, of the destruction, and in the mending as we move forward, as we mend forward, we can also acknowledge and mend the holes alongside, you know, in that forward motion, things in which we may have overlooked if we just had this quilt that was complete when it's broken in some way and we need to rethread and mend, we can actually look at it more closely and acknowledge that there are spaces around the rip and the tear that actually do need more support and structure, you know, more stitching to hold that part and that weight of the quilt. So everything is purposeful and and really falling into that beautiful place that everyone that steps into your life is a teacher. Everyone, you know, somebody who may feel as though they have hurt you in some way, have taught you in some way, have, you know, met you and made you acknowledge parts of yourself that maybe were really ugly (laughs) and really needing of love and really needing of attention and unravelling that that reflection in that person may have erupted ancestral wounds and that you need to feel you know sometimes it's just that feeling the releasing of sadness that is conjured in certain relationships the feeling of rage you know the release of suppression the feeling that relationships erupt hmm Ah, so basically what I'm saying is this is the time. This is the time where we settle in what it actually is to be here. And the reconstruction of that reality, that mess and chaos is actually alignment. (laughs) Because if you're walking through life and you're making mistakes and you're breaking down, it means that you're learning and you're breaking through. And that's your, that is your path, right? Because as we move forward, if you are walking forward, if you are, you know, carving and creating this new pathway away from the very well, the very well walked path in which your ancestors have conditioned into your body, when we're creating and going off road, creating a new path, you know, redirecting ourselves from the conditioned, comfortable pathway to one in which is completely new, that requires complete trust. And it means that we're going to be met with different parts of ourselves that haven't been met before. So everything is messy and everything is chaotic and things will feel like they break and you will feel you're going to feel so much. And that feeling and that exposure, that vulnerability is what is what breaks us open to just completely receive, you know, to just be here authentically as we are and to d- disconnect ourselves from what we were and the expectations that were placed on us from our ancestors, from society, from this outer reality that in no way and, ha- you know, in no way reflects our truth and has never reflected our truth or our liberation, which is to be messy, 
that that is truth, that that is the journey, that that is what life is, that mess and chaos is, it's the pathway, it's healing, (laughs) you know, the chaos is healing, the breaking down, the breaking through, the feeling to freeing, all of that is a part of what it is to actually embody healing, meeting ourselves, meeting suppression, meeting our ancestors, not needing to understand why, but just trusting that whatever comes from within us is to, is to be received by us. And that if we can receive it, then we can free it. Because we control it all, right? And everything in which lives within our body is our responsibility. Whether or not it was passed down and passed to us from our ancestors, it doesn't matter why it's there. It doesn't matter whose responsibility it was originally, you know, who should have been accountable for it. None of that matters. You're here to literally liberate yourself and yourself is your body and your body carries all the cellular DNA makeup of your lineage and none of that will ever be literally understood in a way that makes complete sense to you because they reflect lives that you have not personally lived but that your body lived. Your body carries those lives as memories. So when you feel things and your intuition guides you to feel things, to free things, you just trust. You just have to trust and you're not going to get that that resolution. You're not going to get the feeling and the acknowledgement and the, you're not going to get the making sense. You're not going to receive that, but your body will. And your body in time will communicate that to you through this opening and through this trust that your body is building with your spirit. The more and more and more you intuitively trust what it is telling you and what is it, what it is guiding you to, to speak, to feel, to liberate It's a crazy time. (laughs) It's a crazy life. I was talking to a beautiful client yesterday about this and just about the more that we can talk about this and about the fact that we are, you know, like we are so powerful. We are so powerful. Do you know how powerful you are? I hope you know how powerful you are because you are, you are everything, You are creating your future right now simply by the energy and the emotion and the time that you give to your thoughts, to different energies. All of that is what is manifesting on a subconscious level your future timeline. It's it's where we put ourselves right now. What people what energy, what conversations with self, with others, all of what we put ourselves into now is what is building 
our future. And I was talking to this client about the importance, well, the key word being belief, that humanity is able to access their manifestation power, you know, their ability to create and to direct, you know, to direct energy, to reflect that energy. The way in which humans have been able to access this power, which is our innate power, is through belief and our conditioned reality in reference to belief being to God or to a higher sense of self or to the universe, something that is literally above you. We disconnect ourselves from creation and we give this power to something and giving the power, you know, like that, that rainbow that connects us to, to whatever it is that we want is the belief in that thing. We've been so heavily conditioned to disconnect from our own power didn't disconnect ourselves from this earth, ourselves from this universe, ourselves from literally all dimensions, that we now need to harness the use of belief in something else to manifest our highest good. And yet when you pray or you wish or you send intention to the universe or to God or to your guardian angels or to your dead ancestors, you are, all you are doing is literally sending energy out when you are asking for assistance, when you are asking for something, you know, for a sign or for guidance or whatever it is that you are needing, you are literally sending and connecting energy to you, to your higher self, which has the ability to connect to all of your past lives, to all of your ancestors. It's able to interconnect with all of your ancestral lineage through all of the lives in which has been lived within your body before you. It's able to connect to all dimensions, to this earth, right, on a cellular level, to the higher upper realm, to where light resides, which in fact, like, if I'll be honest, it's pretty boring. Like the upper realm actually is pretty boring. Like it's all just light. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no, there's no feeling. There's no, there's none of that. It's, it's pretty fucking boring. Um, here is a vibe. So I just wanted to side note that like the fact that we can feel sensation, the fact that we get to meet all of this, like sensationally experience energy and experience connection and experience pleasure and happiness, like emotional, this emotional freedom that we, that literally gives us the ability to, to connect to what it is to be energy. Like, cause you're in a body, so you can, and you're being directed by your spirit, which is energy. And you, Because you're in this grounded body, which is an extension of earth, you have the ability to cellular connect on a subconscious level, on a sensual level, on a literal nervous, like on a nervous system level. It's it's just such a vibe here. Just wanted to side note that. But yeah, when we talk about belief, you know, and that that is the key to manifestation is the that we trust something more than we trust ourselves. 
We rely on something else, something higher, the universe, our guardian angels, God. We rely on something. We believe in something. We trust something more than we trust our innate abilities and ourself. But really, when you are praying and when you are setting intention and when you are asking for blessings from the universe or God or your guardian angels or your past ancestors, you are literally just connecting to yourself. Do you know that? You are literally just connecting to your own innate innate power, which we all have access to, which is enabled with that key, which is belief. So... (laughs) What happens when we start to acknowledge that? What happens when we start to break down our conditioned state of reality that says that we need to rely on something bigger than us to support us, to protect us, to nurture us? What happens when we start to break that down and rebuild what it actually is foundationally to be a spirit living a human experience? That you as a spirit constantly have access to everything because you're a spirit, because you have the ability to transcend through different realms, to connect to different dimensions, to different lifetimes, to, to this body on this cellular level. And you can do this without even having having to think about it. It's just you are doing it all the time. Do you even know that? You're actually doing it all the time. What distracts us from our power is the mind, is ego tapping in, which is that conditioned state of distraction where we find ourselves spending hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of our day caring about what somebody thinks of us, dissecting what we said to somebody, you know, thinking about and pondering our self-expectations, our outer expectations, the worry, the shame, the guilt, all of these heavy emotions that are so incredibly consuming That is the reality for most human beings. Most human beings will literally spend their whole lives in this place of emotional distraction where they are just completely subconsciously distracted from their power because all that they give their energy to is this very, very small vibe, you know. It's literally just feeding this toxic cycle where you give your energy to something in which isn't even gonna it's it doesn't even have any awareness that you've given it energy let alone pick it picking it up you know it's it's literally just wasting of yourself just sending these thoughts to other people when we think about somebody or when we just constantly circulate on these tiny, tiny things, these habits, these patterns, these self-belief reflections, you know. Um, When we get stuck in these cycles of self-sabotage, all we are doing is throwing our energy away over and over and over and over and over again, just wasting it, wasting it, wasting it on nothing, wasting it on lack, on what we don't have, on what we should have done, right? Rather than focusing on what it is that you have and that the power is right here with you. That every single thought, every single action, 
every single conversation, all of that is a a truthful reflection of your energy. Where are you putting it? Are you actually mindful? Are you actually able to be consciously aware of where you are energetically spending yourself? Or is this a subconscious? Is it a subconscious cycling that you're existing within? It's okay to acknowledge both, that there are so... There are so many times where we do fall into days of worry, times of worry, times of unhealthy reflection, you know, where we're feeding toxic patterns, toxic habits, toxic cycles, you know, condition patterns, condition cycles, things in which aren't ours, but have been very heavily rubbed within us, you know, into us. It's been fed to us for a long time. It's been fed to our bodies for a long time. Our bodies understand this toxicity and Stockholm syndrome, right? Actually rely on it, even though it's toxic, even though, you know, innately, you know, it doesn't actually make you feel good. It's something that you understand. It's something that you've always done. And so you continue to do it. A lot of the time, this is subconscious. Sometimes we are conscious of parts of ourselves in which we need to work through, you know, that we need to release these patterns and cycles that aren't for our highest good and that don't truthfully reflect our our truth. But there are also elements where we do fall into that subconscious, the subconscious cycling. So there's, you know, there's the responsibility and accountability that we can access and then there's parts in which we haven't yet and the ways in which we unravel that is to focus on the things in which you know, you know, you should change. What are the parts of you? What are the patterns? What are the habits? What are the self-conversations and self-reflections that you know need to change? You know, it's not a truthful representation of your highest good. You know that it's something in which is wasting of yourself, of your energy, of your worth, right? The relationships that you know are actually unworthy of you and yet you are continuing to give to them because of history or because of whatever expectation, self or outer, whatever the reason, whatever it is that you know is is not serving your worth, is not serving your highest good, focus on that. Focus on that and try to make an actional plan to change it. And action being the main word, it's like you actually have to physically show up for change, which means meeting confrontation, which is truth, right? Because it's chaos. And if we change our perception of what truth actually is, and we see it as chaos, as mess, everything makes sense. Because when you're honoring your truth and you're creating a new, you know, this new pathway away from that conditioned very understood, very well used pathway in which all of your ancestors have lived on, which which reflects ego and conditioning in this society and in our personal reality. When we create our own path, it does require confrontation. It means that you are completely relying on your intuitive guidance, which says, let's go this way and let's flow that way. Let's stop here. Let's say no to that, right? Let's be very clear about our boundaries and it requires us to show up and it requires us to meet the parts of us that that hold so much fear 
in way of releasing from that conditioned path, the conditioned habits, patterns, cycles, expectations, all of these things in which live within us almost as a subconscious reaction. We have to meet that. And it does create a lot of conflict, right? Because usually then we, we, then we meet the reflection in our reality, in our relationships, in our family ties, you know, our living ancestral connections. It starts to trigger our reality and the people within our reality. And so we have to meet this confrontation where we stand true in our current state and we say, I don't want to walk on that path anymore. I don't want to hold your hand anymore. I want to be walking on my own. And I know that that makes you uncomfortable because now you're going to be on your own, but this is what I need to do. We don't need to give reasons as to why. We don't need to reason with ourselves because a lot of the time we don't even truly understand why we are creating a new path because we aren't given perspective until we reach a certain point. We're not, giving, we're not given perspective until our body has caught up and has healed to a, to a place where it can actually observe perspectively and recognize that all of what it has been living aligned to in way of that conditioned reality, the conditioned path and what it reflects, the cycles, the habits, the patterns, the toxic relationships and the toxic cycling, right? Your body cannot recognize that until it's separated from it, until it's completely separated from it, until it has literally like a fucking junkie, until it has boxed right? Until it has detoxed. Once the body's detoxed, then it's actually able to feel what it is to be liberated. And it's like, wow, (laughs) what the hell was I doing over there? You know? So that's when we're given perspective, but it's, we've got to walk through it and we've got to push through it. And we just have to keep trusting our own intuitive guidance until we reach that point where we're actually able to look at the path in which we've we've created, this new path in which we've been walking, to actually acknowledge, I actually feel better. And I did that. Like, I did that. I've supported my own self in this journey into the unknown. And then from that place, you can also recognize where you have come from in terms of your conditioning, in terms of what you've separated from. And the toxicity becomes visible because our body's detoxed and we're able to actually receive that rather than being attached to it. We can receive it perspectively unattached. So (laughs) this is the time. And it's a really beautiful time because I just feel there's so much Venus energy circulating us at the moment. You know, we are in the reign of the divine feminine, but we're stepping out of this, the the chaos, the the onset of what it what the actual reality is when divine feminine takes reign. She brings all of the mess from all of the cupboards, from all of the corners. She literally brings 
everything from everywhere and just brings it into the middle. She brings all the mess out, all of the stagnant, suppressed energy that's been hiding and she brings it into the center so that it can be acknowledged and so that we can actually be accountable, be forced to be accountable, be forced to take responsibility for our life. That has been what this first six months, you know, has actually represented. Well, not even six months. What is it? May, June, July, August. Fuck, it feels so much longer. (laughs) But obviously we've been in that turmoil of the transition prior to to Aries season, you know, astrological new year. But over the last, the proper, you know, stepping into divine feminine reign, over the past three, four months, it has been chaos. It has been purposeful chaos. And that is her technique. She brings it all out and she throws it into the center. And there's absolutely no way you can find a path through the mess. You cannot walk forward anymore. You cannot ignore any more <laughs> of what it is that has made up your reality. You can't put it in cupboards. You can't hide it in corners. You can't stuff it under cushions and pretend that there's all this space because there's not. And everything might look perfect and everything might look aligned, but it's fucking uncomfortable It's actually a really uncomfortable house because you've got no cupboard space to put anything you want. And when you sit on the couch, there's like all these bumps because you're sitting on a mountain of fucking Lego. Do you know what I mean? That's the reality of what it's been the last couple of months. We've been meeting our truth. We've been meeting the truthful reflection of our lives, of our wounds, of our ancestral lineage, of of our personal suppression, of our collective suppression. All of that's come to light And now, if you have been doing the work over the last three, four months, if you have been cleansing and clearing and actually meeting the truthful reflection of yourself in your reality, which is the mess, which is the chaos, the destruction, it's the tower card. Like I was saying, I've been picking the tower card for everyone. It's the destruction, the falling away, you know, the unraveling of this reality. If you've been meeting that energy, and you've been having the confrontational conversations, you've been meeting your inner lack and you've been meeting your inner victim, you know, you just wanting to curl up in a ball and say, I didn't create all this mess. This mess isn't mine. I didn't put it all here. You know, I don't, I don't want to be responsible for it. I don't want to be accountable for it. And I shouldn't be responsible for it. And I shouldn't be accountable for it. That, right? If you've met all of those phases of yourself head on, but you've found your strength as you've been pushed to your limitations, then you are doing what you're supposed to be doing. You've been doing the work, right? If life has been hard for you over the last three to four months, then you are meeting what you are supposed to be meeting, right? You are supposed to be meeting that truthful reflection of what it actually is to be a messy human being. You're actually meeting what it actually is to liberate, what it actually means to heal. The process of healing is chaotic, is destructive, is messy. That is what you're supposed to be 
That's what you're supposed to be. (laughs) So if that has been your reality, as hard, I know, as hard as it has been, just take it from me. You're not alone. You are not alone. You are collectively aligned to what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And, you know, I was talking to a friend about this the other day about how Just imagine for a moment if everybody acknowledged the fucking mess in their life, if everyone acknowledged the destruction, the mess and the chaos, if everybody instead of, instead of falling into that fucking egoic, self-destructive pattern, societal, you know, expectation of pretending that life is fucking blissful and that everything is perfection, like oh, my life is so good because I drive an amazing car and I've got an amazing house and I've got this amazing job. And so that's the life that I'm going to, I'm going to reflect that to the world, that I'm happy and I'm abundant and I'm successful. I'm all the things that this society tells me I should be. I'm all the things that my conditioning tells me that I should be, right? (laughs) Like, can we just fucking be real for a moment? People who own the perfect car, who own the perfect house, who own the perfect fucking reflection of the perfect job, the perfect reality, those people are some of the most disconnected people I've ever met. Not to say that there's not some that live in a blissful state, I'm sure, but, you know, it's that it's that saying, what is it? Um... <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I'm, oh my God, my pregnancy brain. Um, ignorance is bliss. Sorry, no offense, but ignorance is bliss. For people who are living in a completely egoic reality, I'm sure that they are totally loved up on their reality, living in an ego, you know, pulsing world that makes you a living slave to your reality. To them, they probably do feel fully alive and connected, right? Because they're completely consumed in that ego reality. But for people who have opened themselves to the vulnerability of intuitive awareness and that do feel that internal tug that says, this is not enough, as in you are more than this. Playing with the ego inside us that says, no, this is more. Like this, there is, this, this is everything. Like I have everything I want and money and materialistic things. That is, that is, that is everything. And that is the more, right? And then there's that internal, internal intuitive guidance that says, no, more is connection. More is gratitude more is actually less. That feeling, you know, that intuitive pull that pulls at us. If we were all honoring the truth, right, that life is messy and actually acknowledging that it doesn't matter what your reality egoically looks like, materialistically looks like, we are all processing through hardship. We are all, if we are all meeting our intuitive knowledge and our intuitive guidance, and we are all meeting the truth that there are things that we don't understand, but there is things that go on that pull at us, that trigger us, that guide us, and that it's actually chaotic. And it's not 
that it, the, that nothing is perfect, that perfect is a false reality and that the realness and the rawness of being authentic and honoring that fucking sometimes life is messy and you can feel as though you are just on the floor, on your own, kicking and screaming your feet and then you just feel that pull inside you say, stand up. You don't need to be on the floor. Get off the fucking floor. Stand up. This is your life and let's start fucking cleaning up this mess. Let's go through it. Let's go through it and let's let's figure out what's ours and what's not and what's deserving and what's not and let's build a stronger foundation to stand on, something in which we know is deserving of us, that everything in those cupboards, that everything on our couch, that everything in the corners, everything in this space is a, ref- is a reflection of our truth. That reality, you know, that truthful reality, that, right, that magic. <laughs> and that's real. And even though it's hard and it's usually the hardest thing that we've ever had to face, it gifts us the biggest sense of belonging because we are actually acknowledging our truth. We are actually acknowledging our existence, that there is so much that we don't understand, that there are so many feelings that aren't necessarily ours, but they live within our body and that life doesn't make sense and shouldn't make sense and that it is messy and it is constantly changing and evolving and sometimes it feels good and sometimes it doesn't feel good. And that is life. The... the equilibrium, you know, the constant balance of here and there and good and bad and all the different energies that reside here on earth, that all of that is you as you live in this earthly experience. And it is going to move like a roller coaster from one to the other. And in that, in that chaos, in that mess, we actually meet our capabilities and we meet our authenticity. We meet what it is to honor ourselves in the ups and the downs, in the forwards and the backwards. And we in turn send out this authentic light that then is reflected back to us. We meet our kin, you know, our soul tribe, people who actually see us for ourselves because we show up as ourselves. We honor ourselves by speaking truthfully and honoring our reality. And in that, in turn, we reflect that back. And that's the magic. They're the rewards, right? Because when you meet people who authentically see you as you and honor you as you, nothing, nothing, not not all the money in the world, not the best car, not the best house, nothing can level to that feeling of fulfillment, of actually being seen and witnessed as you are for who you are right now, the fact that you are ever evolving and that you could change tomorrow and that it doesn't matter if that person's not in your life, that you will reflect a different person who will see and honor you in that moment for that time, that not everybody in your life is meant to be with you until you die, that some people are just here for that patchwork. Some people are just here to help you mend that part of your quilt. Some people are here to just help extend that part of your quilt and move on. (laughs) And that's the beauty of it, right? We are constantly meeting reflections of ourselves now. Not then, but now. (laughs) Oh, I love you. And (laughs) it's been a little bit of time since I've connected with you.
but I've been going through it. I've been going through the mess. I've been going through the chaos. And now I'm in this divine place where things are settling, right? Like I've been through, I've been through the drawers. I've, I've been through all of the hidden, the hidden dirt, the hidden, the hidden mess. The chaos has been totally brought into my reality, into this place where I can see it and honor it. And now I feel as though I've spent time placing things carefully, you know, into my space, things in which are worthy of being here and then removing the things that aren't and giving them back to the earth. That's where I've been. And I know you've been there too, in your own way. So I'm meeting you here in this space, in this beautiful space where I feel very aligned and I'm in the preparation of organizing the Womankind Festival for next year. And I'm going to put it out here now. Please start putting money aside. Um, tickets are going to be around $400, $400 for the uh, early bird tickets, $450 for the regular tickets. There will only be about 350 tickets total. And I'm in the midst of this beautiful creation in which I have been I've been calling this in for years, you know, I've been calling this community in for years and I feel as though with my daughter now in my body, us embodied in this space together, it's like I'm meeting this force, this strength, this aligned strength and I can feel her supporting me and I can feel me supporting her and we are making these very impactful waves and things are really flowing because things are so aligned and this is what women want and this is what women need and and so it's easeful it's flowing and it's flowing with ease so i'm in the foundational preparation um time for building the womankind festival and literally only started it yesterday literally and started to reach out to different facilitators and Man, I have just had, woman, I have just had so many beautiful replies and just instant, like just instant acknowledgement, instant, just instant yeses that all of these women in which I've been sort of gathering in my, yeah, in my space, you know, creating this cocoon for the festival and really stepping out into that birth portal, reaching out and really calling them into this space and into this magic and just receiving, you know, being reflected so beautifully balanced. And yeah, so that's where I'm at. And I'm building, I'm building the festival at the moment. Um, the lineup is insane. Okay. I'm just gonna, I'm just warning you, (laughs) you will have a little jump up and down and this gathering of women and this, this gathering of, of magic and connection and rethreading and rediscovering is going to light you up. So I'm planning for Beltane next year, which is through 31st of October through to the 3rd of November. And so it's a four day festival, three, three day, um, three night, four day. And yeah, there'll be many, many offerings in way of workshops, in way of conversations, in way of performances and connection circles and ritual and ceremony and just 
there'll be a rage tent for releasing and feeling and lots of earth connection, you know, lots of sister connection, this being the essence and the intention of this festival, which is the reclamation of our womb rights as women. These are our womb rights, re-threading our ancestral lineage, re-threading with our bloodline, our blood rights, you know, reconnecting with the knowledge, the wisdom, the rituals, the keys, the codes, all of the things in which we have been disconnected from for a very, very long time. But we are in the reign of divine feminine and it's happening and it's flowing and if you have clean if you have acknowledged your mess if you've acknowledged that the mess is going to continually show up and that you're going to have to spring clean often right because that's fucking life we gather things we take on things that we shouldn't and then we have to acknowledge them and we have to do that deep cleanse if you can acknowledge that that is the cycle of life and that is actually what healing is then you're ready to meet this flow right so Beltane 2024 it's happening the womankind festival is being currently birthed the facilitator the lineup of performers space holders and facilitators is looking <laughs> magical <sighs> and i hope that I'll be meeting and hugging so many of you soon there in this space, this, this space in which I'm creating for us to come together. And I am hoping that I will be able to gift this and offer this as an annual festival, an annual place of connection and nourishment and nurture, nurturing. I am very much looking forward <laughs> to meeting you all and I know that I'll be meeting so many of you and holding space with so many of you so a heads up please put some money aside start saving tickets will be around $450 um, but that you might have to organize flights and all these things so put it in your vision <laughs> for the for the next year, you know, and um, just loving you and loving this space that we are co-creating and these physical offerings that are surfacing and this magic which is becoming physically, it's becoming physically available to women again, the support, the support of sisterhood which is becoming something in which we can actually hold because we're doing our own work. And when we do come together again to learn and to rediscover and to reconnect, we will be ready. We will be ready to meet our magic and to meet our innate power. I love you and <laughs> thank you. Thank you for honoring me and receiving me in all of the ways and supporting me in all of in all of my becoming and in all of my building of this community in this space you are such a big part of this womb and I just love you all individually so deeply so until next time <laughs> keep trusting 
and stay tuned for a short tarot reading to come to give you a nice warm hug and some perspective on the time that we're currently in. Love to you. Okay, so let's get into this reading. Hmm. I'll tell you, I'm doing this reading after I just recorded this the day before this episode and I've just woken up to the most magical sunrise. So I'm sitting here and witnessing this beautiful red, red sunrise as I read for you us collectively through this time (laughs) and I'm telling you (laughs) it's the time where we've come out of the dark right there's nothing wrong with the dark we've been meeting our shadows we've been meeting our mess like we spoke about we've been meeting the parts of ourselves that make us feel uncomfortable that make our body feel uncomfortable that erupts fear right because it's so unknown but we found our way in the dark and we're comfortable in the dark now and we have this beautiful relationship now this balanced relationship with light and dark and the and the deep understanding that dark is just a part of light Mm, that's where we're currently sitting collectively we are coming out of it If you have picked yourself up, that is. Otherwise, you may still find that you're in the chaos. And if that's you, you still find that you're maybe, maybe getting stuck in the pattern of blaming people, getting sidetracked by ego and blaming others for your placement, for your mess, for your chaos. Then it's time to stand up. And acknowledge that whatever's in your house belongs to you. And it is your responsibility and accountability to clean it up. But if you have been cleaning it up, if you've already worked through that mess, then you're currently standing in a place of self-worthiness. You've met a part of yourself that you have not met before. let's get into this all right nine of pentacles this is the vibe this is what I've been talking about the coming out of it and this beautiful realization that you create your reality and you are creating your reality you are creating the life in which you are worthy of truly The one in which your intuition has been pulling you towards. The one in which you've been ignoring maybe for a long time because it has spiked that fear and discomfort within your body. But you've done the work. You've been doing the work. And now you're at this beautiful place where you actually can feel abundance. That abundance is always, it is always in your reach. It is always in your field. We lack presence and present awareness is what gifts us the ability to feel gratitude to be grateful for what it is that we do have Mm. 
You're at this beautiful place now where you understand that. You understand that. And that this place in which we've been conditioned to live within, which is lack, that place will never, ever support your blooming. Ever. The only place which will hold you is that of trust, that of love, the love that you give to yourself when you allow yourself to receive. Gratitude. Gratitude for what's holding you. Gratitude for literally what's brought you here, the good, the bad, the shadows, all of it. It's a really beautiful place to be. Abundance in what it is that you have and what it is that you have created. That recognizing that you actually do have the ability to change your life simply by changing your perspective. And it can change within a moment. One moment. That is how powerful your mind is. But above all, that is how powerful your spirit is. When you realize that your mind actually doesn't control you. It never has. It's just that you've lost that muscle memory, that connection to that muscle, which is you, which is intuition. So from this beautiful place of nine nine of pentacles, which is that feminine embodiment, it's the embodiment of the feminine seeing what it truly means and feels like to be connected to your intuitive being that when you show up in the world as yourself authentically you attract exactly what it is that you actually need and recognizing that there is no good there is no bad they're actually the same thing it's our perception of it everything that we receive is actually a gift something in which we can learn from, something in which is going to liberate us on a new level. It's going to open our ancestral lineage, you know, the parts within us that are blocked and lost. It's going to retrain. It's giving that opportunity to retrain that muscle memory. And it's just whether or not we're willing to actually believe that we are deserving of that and capable of that, but you are. And you're meeting that. You're meeting the I am currently. So as we oh, as we stand in this beautiful gooey place of this new sense of belonging, because that's what it is. That's what you're currently experiencing. That's what you're about to experience. It's what you're stepping into is this I am the universe because you are. But this divine recognition self-recognition from this place knight of wands and I've been picking knight of wands a lot lately I've been picking it a lot and it's that it's in this reading I'm reading it as the beautiful self-belief to move forward with trust into transformation it's this it's this divine acknowledgement 
that you've actually already been able to support yourself into this place in which you currently stand. That was all you. You were the one who met the mess. You were the one who met the chaos, the confusion, the, the feeling of lost experiencing what it is to walk through the darkness. That's something in which you've come out of on your own. You walked through it. You acknowledged yourself in, that, in those depths You rebuilt your house. You did the work. And it's this beautiful awareness of that, that I am capable because I've already done this. I've done this and I feel better and more aligned than I ever have. Mm. And I know it's been painful. I know it has been painful. And if I was to read 10 cards before the nine of pentacles, I would receive that knowledge that there has been pain, there has been loss, all of these things. But also the pain has brought the awareness of what it actually is to love because we don't feel pain without love. They are connected. Pain and pleasure are the same. They're on the, connected to the same string. So also meeting that reality. You've met that reality. That understanding that everything, everything that you receive in your life is here to support you. Even the pain, even the loss. So you are, you are preparing to charge forward, <laughs> to charge into this intuitive knowing and awareness that I am worthy of receiving and I am worthy of new beginnings that life and Healing, what healing actually is, is this roller coaster of up and down, of mess, of chaos, and then putting things away and, and rebuilding the foundations of our home. And we do that time and time and time again as we uncover new wounds, as we uncover things within our body and our ancestral line that we haven't yet discovered. But as we walk through this life, intuitively being led by ourselves, we, we slowly remember that this is what healing is. It's the uncovering, it's the chaos, it's the mess, it's the shadows, it's the Trusting your steps in the darkness. Coming to a place of clarity. And then doing it all over again. (laughs) And once we accept that that is healing. That that is the experience that we're supposed to be living on this earth. That's the equilibrium, right? 
that's the balance where we meet the destruction and then we meet the clarity. The destruction and the peace. That is what this experience is about. And we receive that and we experience that every step of the way. It's just whether or not we're willing to trust that that is what it's supposed to be rather than falling into the egoic conditioned state that says we don't deserve to be in mess and chaos. And when you are in that state, falling into that trap of blame and emotional spiraling and sabotage. Hmm. If it is in your reality, it is for you. And it is with love. It's your perception that changes that. So as we charge forward, right, into this beautiful new place of self-worthiness, knowing, understanding, because it's very fresh, that moving forward and through it is the way to enlightenment and embodiment. We come to temperance. And that's exactly what we've just been talking about. Balance. The equilibrium. And you're going to learn this. And you're going to learn it time and time again. So take it from this reading now. Life is about tipping from one side to the other meeting this balanced place for a short time and then experiencing again the imbalance this whole experience is about finding peace with that and and continuing to work towards a balanced state But the fact is, is that it is literally, we are literally working with scales here. That is this existence. And when we slightly overfill one side, the other side is imbalanced. And that is this experience. And these are our lessons this is, the, this is the ego, you know, ego is here to teach you, it's here to teach you, it's here to bring awareness to your wounds, to what it is that your ancestors have ignored. Everything here is to support you. The people that you meet, the people that hurt you, the people that love you, the people that come and go, all of them are here to support you into yourself through the pain through the hardship through the love through the loss and if we can pick ourselves off the floor and acknowledge the mess and the chaos as ours and choose to create a foundational structure a home that can actually hold us where we do the work and we go through the mess and we go through the chaos and we put things away and then something happens and it blows up in our face again and we discover more mess and we discover more chaos, chaos living underneath the floorboards. That is life. 
But every single time we pick ourselves up and we acknowledge and we cleanse, we heal, we work, every time we do that, we uncover more of our truth. We heal more of our ancestral wounds, more of this body's wounds. We enable more trust from this body to this spirit to support it into liberation, into a state of balance. And body and spirit become a divine team, but only over time and only through, only through the experience of this imbalanceness. I don't even know if imbalanceness is a word, but I'm saying it. (laughs) Imbalanced. Imbalanced, imbalanced, imbalanced is. It is healing. We go up, we go down. We feel full, we feel empty. But all of it, all of it is a reflection of our perspective and our perception. So keep coming back to the temperance card. Keep coming back to filling one cup and then the other. Keep coming back to the image of scales and start to acknowledge that this is what healing truly is. For small times in between healing, we feel clarity and we feel balanced and we feel connection. And then we uncover something else. And that imbalance is present again. And we are led to another opening, another wound. And it's our job, it's our job to heal that wound by acknowledging the chaos, acknowledging the mess, the destruction and cleansing it, seeing it for what it is, learning from that experience. You are divinely held. You are. You are. You know it innately. You are divinely held by yourself, by your ancestors, by everything that is here to support you in this, in this job that you assigned yourself To create balance here. Creating balance here in the earth realm creates balance for all realms. It is the most important job and you assigned yourself to this body, to this ancestral lineage, to heal this experience in this time. As yourself, in your spirit form, with all of your own individual gifts. You knew before you came here that you were capable of doing it. And you are doing it. So get off the fucking floor. Get off the floor if you're on the floor. Feeling shame. Feeling blame. Feeling resentment. Get off the fucking floor. This is your life. This is your fucking life. There's no one to blame. There is no one to blame. This is what life is. This is healing. This is what healing is. Do your fucking job. Hmm. <sighs>
and as we move forward. Always know that I say everything with love, but sometimes that warrior part of me takes over and I just want to remind you of how fucking powerful you are. You're already doing it. You are already doing it. So stop being a victim in your own life. Your life is yours and everything in it is yours. You are divinely supported and held by this earth, by yourself, by all of what is above and below you, what comes from within you. You are capable, you are powerful and you are worthy of feeling what it is to feel liberated here because there are gifts in that for you too. There are gifts for you to receive in that beautiful meeting. You meet your truth. You meet what it is to find reflections of yourself in people here on this earth. You find presence and the beauty of sensation that this earth gives you. The ability to feel, you've never, that, that is not a thing that we feel as a spirit in the spirit realm. The spirit realm is boring, as I've said before, no offense, but it is. It's just light, just the place that holds light, right? It's the place that holds the knowledge. It's not, it's not what you think it is. This, this is the fucking paradise. You get to experience so much here. You get to experience what it is to feel. Literally, you have nerve endings in your fingers and in every part of your body so that you can actually feel. They're not just there. You've been gifted this ability to actually experience on a physical level what it is. What it is to just be a part of something that is living and breathing and pulsing. This is the biggest gift. And come back to that. Come back to that foundation. There is so much beauty here. The fact that you can see. What am, I even, what am I even looking at right now? You know, I'm looking at this profound sunrise that's shifting into a blue sky. And I'm literally witnessing birds wake up. These beautiful little yellow-breasted robins that live around here. I'm acknowledging and I'm, I'm actually witnessing and I'm also feeling the lift of the mist and the dew from the night because the night has been dark and I can feel it lifting because the sun is rising. This, this is divine, literally.
you guys know I never miss a moment to cry for Mother Earth. (laughs) Come back to this. Take away all of the distractions that take you away from experiencing the divineness of being a being, a part of this earth. I didn't plan to cry, but... (laughs) This is a precious, precious experience. It truly is. To feel. To feel connection with your body. To actually be able to awaken your ancestors through your body. You get to meet them. You get to meet their experiences. To be a part of something that is cycling so much life. Protect her. Protect yourself. So that you're not the only one... So you're not the last one in your lineage to experience this greatness. I know I say it a lot, but healing starts with us. It starts with you. Earth healing starts with you because you are an extension of Earth. So when you acknowledge your own, you naturally and subconsciously acknowledge her. It just happens. There is no point blaming others, blaming society for the state of our world. There's no point wasting all of your energy on something so big. But what you can do is connect to yourself and acknowledge yourself and stand up for yourself, get off the floor for yourself. And when you do that, you acknowledge her. When you heal your body, you heal, you heal your connection with earth. You heal earth. Could cry for a hundred, a hundred days. So I'll just pull myself together <laughs> so that I can finish this reading. I was not expecting that. It's just so be- it's just so beautiful. Okay. So three of pentacles. This is where we're headed. Meeting that beautiful the beautiful balanced oh, clarity that we receive in between 
this understanding that the ebb and the flow and the fall and the empty, that is just what it is to be here and that it is divine. It is divinely orchestrated to be exactly as it is. But it's your, it's your choice whether or not you move forward. Accepting the ebb and the flow. Changing your perception of what healing is and what it looks like. And that it will never look like a destination. You will never be full because full, it's not real here. This place is all about the, the balance, the falling between the full, the empty, forward and backward, here and there, that is here. And acknowledging that, and when you do acknowledge that, when you can acknowledge that, everything will change. Three of Pentacles. It's this beautiful place of it's finding finding your worth, finding your purpose and working towards it. Right? And you'll be acknowledged for it. You will be acknowledged for it. All of the work in which you have done to bring yourself to this to this point, to three of pentacles, all of it will be literally the foundation in which can hold you in this place where you are able to receive through your self-worth, through your intuitive awareness and guidance, exactly what it is that you need to be doing. And it will be aligned. It will be what you are here to do. And you will be acknowledged for that and respected for that. There will be pain associated, right, to this journey. And as guidance, I feel I need to tell you that pulling from the bottom of the deck, ten of swords, six of swords. The breaking down of the reality in which we've existed within, right, in a wounded state. The place where we have encouraged lack and blame. That place in which so many of us have lived. So many human beings have lived in that state for such a long time. Not just this experience, but I mean your body, your cellular makeup, your DNA lineage. There is so much connected to the ego, to the ego existence. And this has to be balanced. This has to be rebalanced. It, it, it's the equilibrium, like we've been talking about. It is the scales. You can't just have all of these stones in one side for so long. And then expect... That when we take them out, the other side's going to be balanced because the other side will be full. And so we will, we will meet that imbalance in a different way. And this is karma. This is the karmic cycle. And we, we are here to learn from karma. It is a teacher and it is a part of what needs to happen for balance to be received. So there will be pain. 
you will feel. You will feel as though at times you've been abandoned by the people in which you people in which you thought would support you through everything. But I want to remind you when you choose to be on this path and you choose to acknowledge life as a gift, this experience as a gift, when you change your perspective of what it is to be here and what it is to heal, it changes everything. And you will subconsciously you will trigger so many people around you because all of a sudden you are walking through life with gratitude it doesn't matter if you're fucking hit in the face knocked down pushed to the ground all of these experiences in which once you would have perceived as negative and you would have subconsciously tapped into the want to blame others, to shift the responsibility from yourself, all of a sudden you're in this place where you acknowledge everything that you receive is supposed to be for you and everything has gifts. Everything is here to support you in your opening. And that changes your whole energy. The energy in which you emit from your body is that of light and love and gratitude. And that is incredibly triggering to a lot of people who are living in that place of shame and lack and blame. They want you to feel that too because then that gives them permission to stay in that state on the fucking floor. You will walk away. You will be walking away from a lot of relationships, but you choose to. It is a liberated choice. Six of swords. You will feel grief. You will feel pain, but you also understand now that pain is a reflection of love and grief is also a reflection of love. That these people in which you are walking away from, they were there and they were supposed to hold you for the time that they did. But they no longer can support you. And you acknowledge that. It's a liberated choice. This is growth, babe. This is what growth is. Ten of swords, six of swords. This is what growth is and we don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. This is what truth uncovers. Awareness, perspective. As we move on, we acknowledge loss and grief, Knight of Cups and Four of Cups. This beautiful place of self, self-fulfillment. You are the one who fills your cup. 
Emotion is a power. We can either subconsciously allow it to just sabotage us and take from us. Or we can take it in our hands and we can use it as the powerful tool that it is for expression. For intuitive guidance and release. Emotion is liberation, but it can also be entrapment, depending on what you are, what you are feeding from, wounds, ancestral pain, blame and ego, or trust, intuitive knowledge and guidance, which allows us to feel to free. That is where you're going, my sister. And that is what you are. That's what you're going to learn. And four of cups, the beautiful number of four. Four being my forever favourite number. I used to say that word a million times a day when I was a kid. Four. Four. And I used to look at the way the F and the O and the U and the R formed together and used to make me feel so comfortable used to make me feel really grounded and I used to say it a lot to myself when I was a child (laughs) and it is it's the beautiful grounded reflection of what it is to be held by this earth by yourself Four of Cups, receiving that stable, emotional groundedness. And that can only be learnt and that can only be gained through learning, accepting. And we finish last, last card I've chosen, King of Wands. looking out onto the horizon and and expecting to meet this roller coaster again and again and again and again because this is now what you know healing to be this is what this experience is supposed to be you are completely embodied in yourself you are completely trusting of your abilities you look out into the future with promise and light because you know that everything that is out there everything that is is yet to touch your reality Everything that is there for you is supposed to be for you. And there is this divine sense of peace in that state. This is what it is to be a human being. This is what it is to cycle. This is what it is to meet birth and death in our reality. This is, this is what it is to heal. To be a spirit living a human experience. This is what it is. This is what it is to live on earth. 
and it's beautiful and it's divine. <laughs> beautiful place for us to finish our reading. <sighs> I love you. I love you. Thank you for being here as always. If you would like a personal reading, you can head to my website under personal psychic readings and I use tarot to tap into that space from afar or I can do it via Zoom as a one-on-one -on -one live session with you. Both are just as powerful. I don't need you present to tap into your energy and yeah, it would be an honour to read for you. So if you would like a reading, head to my website. If you would like some intuitive guidance through activation of ancestral lineage, of tools, of receiving codes and keys, all of these things in which are here for you that you may just not yet have the ability to recognize and see, that is what I do in my one-on-one -on -one sessions. They are personalized to you, to your body, to your experience. So if that's something that you're feeling needing of, please reach out. You can access more via my website. And <laughs> yeah, start putting some money away for potential plane tickets and a ticket to the festival, the Womankind Festival, which will be next year over Beltane, the end of October through early November. A four-day festival, three nights, four days, and a whole lot of magic and womb connection. I'm calling it the reclamation of our womb rights. Yeah, and it's going to be magic. So... <laughs> There's very much to look forward to. But it's been an honour reading for you here and holding space for you in this latest episode. Please reach out and let me know how you found the episode. I always love hearing your feedback. And um, yeah, just love and blessings to you. And as always, keep 